Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is me and Schwartz. Yeah, what's going on? We were recording on Adobe Audition, version 2.3. <laughs> oh, sure, you had something to read. <laughs> He's got his trip notes. I'm just a I nerd. I just saw the interface. I'm like, oh, that's 2.3. Oh, oh I saw I the to... interface. White okay, box. Have to take the nerd away White from Larry. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, this is going to be a nightmare. Welcome, everybody. Hey, Happy hi. New Year. Right those levels. You know, yeah. what's really funny is last week I had one person yeah. show up for the group cast. <laughs> Jason, don't tell, don't tell Jason that we don't like him. Like, like let him feel like it's something yeah. besides us not liking him. It was him, Jason also... Kelly, the, and I look around right now uh, while the, the while guy. the female is, the is one, out. Yeah. yeah, that's right. While the female is outnumbered, I had the one African-American who has come in on the Stark Monkey podcast. Oh, thank and, God we missed that. And I oh, talking. <laughs> but it became this really, he- oh, <laughs> It became this really heavy, deep conversation about you know race, and and we started with Selma, and then it turned into something else. It was actually really fascinating. I, I learned a lot. Well, thank you for yeah, listening, McGinn. All right, let's go around the room and let's start with the newbies. I will start with my left, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Smoothie himself, Eric Schwartz. Everybody, <laughs> take a sit. Surrender to the blender. <laughs> Eric Schwartz is a fantastic stand-up comedian. Where are you? You're about to go to India. What the hell? Yeah, I'm going to India uh, next next week because I think they were like this dude looks like one of us tech support uh, and so now I'm going to the motherland of tech support I'm doing a stand up comedy festival called the pajama festival Ooh. and I guess that was, that's where the word was do invented do you wear the pajamas or do they uh, I, I, I don't know how it the pajamas are going to right? yeah, happens night. at night and I feel like <laughs> the goal it's a slum- is it's a big slumber party yeah. for millions yeah. and yeah. millions yeah. of people the, the, the goal is to wake the crowd up yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, let's. Shots. We're gonna go around and introduce some of the new people. But uh, Schwartz, what's what's on your mind in terms of what, what are you passionate about? What are you loving right now? What have you seen? What do you what are you digging? I mean, your cologne is really no no no. no, no, no. I'm talking about movies, TV, oh, music, movies. or oh. just something on your mind. Movies uh, and TV. Well, I just the Oscars were just announced today, and yeah. so I know we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. But, but uh, well, think, you can bring it up. You can you can you can get into us. that. You can I tell just us who's I just been watching some yeah. of the screeners. I I saw um, Birdman is my favorite yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, Birdman is anybody like digging that? Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, Birdman. All right. I think, I think I dug it the last time I was here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gab saw that like nine months ago, and so it, it feels like old news now. Is it still fresh to you, Gab? Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. As, yeah, as far as anything else you've seen lately? 
Yeah, um, you, I believe you know that I saw The Imitation Game, yes. which I was rather fond of. Yes. Um, She's fond of everything Benedict Cumberpatch. He could do a anything. No, all it has to do is have a British accent to it. She's actually it's McCracken's commercial where he's got the British accent with the farm boy burgers. Is British? Well, it's it's an accent. British accent. It's an accent. Failed miserably. Larry doesn't understand. Wait, wait, McCracken. I haven't been introduced yet, but he's talking about me. <laughs> but I, no, my commentary on that is that, like, is that I was sort of um, uh, it struck me that it's a, a tragic you know wartime biopic and it's funny. The it's imitation like enter- game. Yeah, yeah. It's entertaining and funny oh, and charming and delightful and like all of these wonderful things, despite the fact that you know genre wise and and the topic is is otherwise yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that the has anybody else seen the imitation? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it like that way at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Oh my god! No. no, no. This brilliant genius is squashed by the government, and then he's and because of his, you know, whatever. I said tragic. Yeah, well, yeah. proclivities uh, towards certain things. Get wartime biopic. Them at the same time, and they're like, get out of here. I don't, I don't know. To but me, that didn't really good. come in until the end, though. I mean, no, that was like the beginning. The they were spoiler. so hard pressed to try. <laughs> yeah, right. Spoiler alert. Thank you, John. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but no, but it just I. Have a, have issues with that. I thought that was, but I didn't see it as necessarily as funny. <laughs> That's all. Well, it's a, it's a, I mean, through, all through that first part, and when they're doing, the, they, there are a lot of jokes. I mean, there are a lot of lines. There's, there's some funny stuff in. Yeah. I'm not saying it's there isn't funny stuff, but it's, it's not dry. A, it's not a comedy. It's dry. dry. No, yeah. it's definitely Flat not. No. Shoes. All right. So Schwartz, you saw Birdman. I saw Good. Birdman. <laughs> all right. And I'm thinking I might have to pleasure myself to the imitation game. Just, just, <laughs> oh dear! Just oh, to have not, a different take on it. That's that's not, not, oh, okay. Yeah, just, yeah. just to mix it up a yeah, little just bit. Just mix it up a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. McCracken is yeah. here, everybody. Hi, well, I, oh, I've got the news on my head, and then I've got uh, I gotta have some on my head. I got nothing else. Hey! Uh, hey. Tell people what you do oh, and who you are. Um, I'm Mark McCracken, ladies and gentlemen, um, actor, uh, writer, performer. Uh, and you're teaching under- improv right now, right? Well, I was teaching, actually, at the American Academy. Um, and then I'm performing at Universal, doing improv there, and uh, just doing all the actor stuff. Yeah. He, he's always too modest. He, he was Pumpkinhead also. Sometimes there's reasons to be up. modest. John, you're going to have to get right Some, up on he, that. He was Pumpkinhead. Yeah, we heard that. Is this an audience or an oil painting? What is this? I don't think... Mark likes to talk about Pumpkinhead. No. Ah, it's okay. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, and it was Pumpkinhead 2, if I remember yes, correctly. The quickening. I really yes. don't want to talk about it. <laughs> With Electric, a Electric Boogaloo. You guys are, you guys are awesome at not, yeah. not talking about something. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Uh, was was that nominated? <laughs> Knowing this group, there's not anything we're not going to talk about. <laughs> that's okay. What's on your mind, Mark? Um, again, uh, the news, uh, the Academy Awards, um, that's pretty much it right now. What in, what in the news? Because you, you get a little outspoken. You get a little political on the social media there. Well, the thing is, uh, what, what happened in France with the cartoonists in particular mm-hmm. was I thought was, uh, uh, you know, kind of hit me in. And uh, and I just love the fact that they came right back again with an issue with the guy on the cover. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, go, man, go. Because yeah. they're not going to be shut down. Did you down. guys see the follow-up of that? And they're, they sold yeah. out with a million copies and they're printing more. I mean, course, it was just amazing. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love five that. Five million copies. Yeah. Was yeah. it five million? That's what they're supposedly up to, five oh, million. Oh, fantastic. I love that because... You know, and then also the uh, uh, just the fact that the whole world kind of joined in and, and wanted to be a part of that and and and, and support him. I thought that was really great, particularly yeah. with the cartoonists because I cartoon, and I just I thought great, great, anyway, cool. Not to bring too heavy of a thing. No, no, this no. Matter, this is what, what we do. About, 
fun, man. <laughs> man. No, you uh, you you brought the imitation game down to its uh, darkest, <laughs> lowest level. No, no. And uh, yeah. we turn the lights down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Go, pumpkin man. Hold me. Someone hold me. <laughs> Could you hold me? Uh, no, that uh, event had a lot of resonance for comedians. What's the, that? What? The event in Paris. It had a lot of oh, resonance yeah. for people who do comedy. Yeah. It was yeah. it was yeah. really yeah. A, 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 a galvanizing moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I think it's one of the first times that. Uh, I mean, we coming on the heels of the interview, which didn't have the same kind of impact, but 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 they, I feel parallels there in terms of you yeah. know just pulling you know some form of censorship based upon you know danger, and then the actual danger happened. Charlie Hebdo was a tragedy, and that was art being attacked. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people well, took it that yeah, way. And right? it's certainly it's like every, I think we usually go about our days just kind of taking things for granted and with having both of those back to back suddenly it's like oh free speech yeah this is something yeah, that man. can be taken away right. and at least yeah. the thing that they were trying to stop was like it, it basically blew it up like so yes. like nobody really yes. even heard of right. yeah. Charlie Hebdo before this yeah. and now it's huge yeah. Yeah. it's the, the biggest yeah. thing ever yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. and so that's the one silver lining you know I, I think the biggest concern uh, other than the fact that lives are in danger when something like that happens is now the idea of somebody thinking twice uh, before they satirize something and I, I think you always probably have to think in terms of what the repercussions are no matter what it is whether you're mocking somebody in a public figure whether you do an impression of somebody that's going to be taken wrong you know anybody who's been on snl says they always have to kind of you know be prepared for actually meeting that person you know (laughs) down the line and having to deal with that one-on-one there's that and and then and now there's actual also you know physical danger your life is in danger when you satirize something So, so do you now that's in the back of your mind but as you said you know the next issue that came out just basically said it was the giant middle finger of the yeah, of the yeah. of the largest yeah. proportion yeah. Hey, Jeff Stein, hi. Hey, hi. Another newbie. <laughs> so good to be here. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Um, you know, I, I, first, before I even introduce myself, uh, I had a totally inappropriate. You were saying comedy and the uh, Je suis Charlie and all this. And, oui. And, and it's, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind is uh, that old expression that uh, uh, dying is easy, comedy is hard. And I was like, oh, my God. But that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible thing to come to your head. And then, you know, you start occupational hazards, started thinking of, of fun. Lines yeah, you've but, got bits already uh, uh, yeah, played out. No, yeah. no, not gonna <laughs> touch any of that. <laughs> what, uh, just now, tell people what you're doing these uh, days because you're doing some cool stuff. Oh yes, uh, I'm actually. I would say I was a hyphenate now. Uh, in addition to the other stuff, I've good, been doing just forever. like every other Los Angelino. Right. Congratulations. Actor, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I don't know a hyphenate, but it's a long one. You ready for it? Actor, director, writer, producer, uh, inspiration facilitator, speaker, comedian, executive coach. Jesus, I believe man. it. You've yeah. been practicing. <laughs> You've been practicing that, by the way. You've been yes. doing that since I remember when I had a, 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 a t- my 25th birthday. I'm like, I'm getting so old. And you told me, you oh, go, oh, this, this is the Words advice. Wisdom. So that was last year. You have no idea how powerful you are. <laughs> so that's, a Jeff, that's a Jeff Steinerism. Yeah. That's a Jeff Steinerism. Yeah, yeah. What's on your mind, Jeff? Besides uh, that's that crap. Uh, <laughs> That Tony Robbins <laughs> stuff. Uh, Besides that motivational bullshit. Hey, don't knock it. It's like the Oprah show. Look for Jeff Stein in Comedy and Consciousness coming to a theater near you. Yeah. All right. So um, 
The thing that's on my mind, a couple things. Uh, one, I have a, a thing I want to spring on you because I was on an audition today that has relevance to you that you'll get the kick oh, out of. Oh, really? Yes, okay. which we'll love. We'll say that. It's a good teaser. And then the second one is part of all the screeners. The one I just saw was uh, Theory of Everything, too. And I you guys, you guys saw the one yeah. Theory yeah, of Everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Stephen oh, Hawking no. thing. Hilarious comedy. I, I haven't. No? And you know what? I'm not an Eddie Redmayne fan. But I hear good to see good. Jerry Lewis is still good. working. There is humor in it. Yeah, it's you know what? I'm telling you right now, Eddie Redmayne... I mean, yes. right, Eddie, Eddie, yes. right, and yeah. not in a. Uh, how, what would you compare it to? I, I almost said uh, Daniel Day Lewis, my left foot way, or, but right. which he was he really great that. in that. Not okay. That's it. Not in a Rain Man way. <laughs> His performance is so much an embodiment of of what Hawking looks, feels, yeah. sounds like that. I, I was blown mind. away. Yeah. Wow. Am I wrong? Part, no. Yeah, the blown away part. It, it comes so much too from it. Just became a guy. You know, you, you really got behind just who the guy was, just being, who he, and you think, how can that be with someone so restricted physically and what their situation was? But by the end of the movie, you're like, yep, he pretty much went through and had the same problems and things and goods and ups and downs anybody else would. And then, of course, they make a very pointed uh, point that uh, his, his stuff still, still worked, his, uh, his important anatomy. <laughs> and so that his was a through line in the story. His, his bits. His, 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 his naughty bits. bits. His naughty bits worked right. perfectly. His, his junk is hot. still on. <laughs> his junk is still on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. He may talk through a metal box, but his junk still works. These are the deleted oh, scenes no, on the DVD. Okay. This. <laughs> Yeah. It's possible it's I've just noticed that I am the only one in the room. Yeah, you are the only one in the room. Oh my and God! No. If they could, if somebody could go in and rewire his little speech box to have that sound, that would be great. You have no idea how powerful you are. <laughs> that voice is licensed, by the way. No one can do it, and he get, had to give. They they did it a different voice for the production, and he heard, he saw a, a, a screener at, at the thing, and, and they said, he said, go ahead and use my voice instead. So they let him use his voice. Oh, Isn't wow. that crazy? Oh, yeah, a little bit of trivia. I'm sitting back now. <laughs> okay. Johnny, John, John, John Kern. Oh, hey, where? Oh, me. That's hey, you. Hi, hi. How you doing? John Kearns is a funny person, a writer. What else do you do in life? Uh, I'm a visual effects person. I do film restoration, believe it or not. Um, I'm a, uh, uh, what have you been working on? Uh, well, uh, uh, you know Claudette Colbert from 1935? I know her well. Kids are demanding she have a new movie come out. <laughs> and so, uh, that's what I've been working oh, on. Oh, the kids man. are all about the Colbert. Oh, boy, oh, boy. My knees are knocking. My teeth are chattering, man. Uh, what are you working on? Uh, uh, oh, well, I, I was, uh, she married her boss. She Wait. did? <laughs> Yoink. Oh, this Yoink. is news. Uh, and so Stop working. the presses, boys. Claudette Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. The Claudette Colbert report. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was sitting right yeah. there. Yeah. In her yeah. latest yeah. talkie, it here like it is. It seemed too low-hanging fruit for me to grab. I thought <laughs> even, about it. Even like, you, no, again passed on that one. Fruit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I did want, you know, today is the day the Oscar nominations were mentioned, and there's been a lot of things in the news about, you know, this, statistically that. And I don't know if you guys heard this thing this morning, but the best moment was when the president of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences uh, was announcing the cinematographer, uh, Dick Pope, and, and accidentally said Dick Poop. Yeah. He did? Yeah, she did. He, yeah, yeah, she yes, did. Yes. She actually did. Said Dick Poop. This yes. is not a bad John no, Kearns joke. You can go on YouTube, type in Dick Poop, and 
<laughs> One no. of the things that come up no. might be that. No, thank no, you. you no, you can't. Wow. No, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> that's kind of that's YouTube roulette. There's a really serious yeah. chance you're going to end up clawing yeah. out yes. your own eyes yes. yeah. so. after dick poop. Uh, and James, uh, Jimmy James Napoli is here. Hi, hi, everybody. I'm making up nicknames as we go. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. James is returning. This is his second uh, Snark Monkey. So excited to be here. Of an evening this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is Snark Monkey After Dark. Oh. <laughs> the Quiet Storm. Uh, what, you, what are you thinking about right now? Uh, am I supposed to plug anything or is that later? You can do that. Because <laughs> everyone else has been, and I just didn't want to. No, what are you. the dick poop. <laughs> you want to plug something? Well, I, I blog on the Huffington Post. I wrote the official dictionary of sarcasm, and yes. I am Mr. Paul Mall, the motivational speaker satire. Yes. All due respect <laughs> we need satire. to Mr. Stein. Um, so you can find all that at jamesnapoli.com. All righty then. No, you know what's on my mind? I got a couple of things on my mind. Okay. Since it's award season, right? I just hate the musical and comedy category in the Golden Globes. It's just so bizarre what ends up as a comedy. Uh, just yeah. to sort of get into award season, like the way. imitation just, game. Maybe <laughs> so. I didn't. I didn't see if that was. was it. Was it in the musical or comedy? Or Birdman. Birdman. That's just a callback. I'm just, I'm just fucking gab. Yeah. Birdman. Well, Birdman, Birdman was, was in that category. Now I'm sorry. Birdman is not the Hangover. You know, it's like. But it's certainly a dark comedy. Yeah. I. But would. <laughs> Birdman is solidly what? dark comedy. Yeah, it was in the comedy yeah. category, and I do think that is one of those marginal calls. Yeah. But I think to your point, does it? Do they need to be? I guess it makes you, like you get more films. Obviously, right, exactly. it seems like a made-up category, so more films can make more money. But that's—I guess that's okay. They got to feed the industry. But did you hear that Woody Allen's doing a series for Amazon Prime? Yeah, yes. that Ooh, has wow. been on my mind. I mean, I—I I, I, I have no idea what it could possibly be. I just—I—but I, <laughs> it's still quite intriguing. I don't want to be facetious or didactic in any manner, <sighs> but. I, it sounds pretty cool. I mean, but even he says he doesn't even know a... what he's going to do yet. Oh, they just okay. gave him money. And... Yeah, here's yeah. her. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Hey, we're doing really well. We just won Golden Globes for Transparent. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, come on over. Yeah. yeah, you can do whatever you want. Make some here's, stuff. Here's, here's a check. I mean, bring in some celebrities at scale. Ow! Ow! McCracken, you got to get on the mic. How long's it been since you've been in a booth for crying out loud? It's been quite a while. So I was. What are all these wires? But the last thing I'll say before we move on to, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. The McGann. The McGann. McGann, all right. It's very nice to meet you, and I did grab the low-hanging fruit, and I apologize. No, no, no. There's no apologies needed. If Iceman was here, he would have done it, too. (laughs) (laughs) He would have grabbed the low-hanging fruit and stomped on it in the ground. Here's what I was thinking of about the Woody Allen series, because um, I also teach film, and I was talking to my students this week about, talk about a brand. The guy is like 77 years old. And still being asked to do a TV series, it's like, it's because he's a brand. He's been making the same film for 40 years, mm-hmm. and that's not an insult, because yeah. that's what auteurs do. They make the same film over and over again and interpret things through it. I just think it's, it's amazing. I mean, whatever you think about his personal life, just in terms of the landscape of movie history... The guy is a brand, and they I, came to him because he's a brand. I think more than that, you can also look at, can you tell me any other uh, filmmaker in history that's had Final Cut almost in his entire career, has turned out the kind of output that he's turned out, has never made a sequel to anything he's done? Oh, good who, point. I mean, I mean uh, all the... All the th- 
there is nobody who can compare. I mean, Scorsese certainly has had a career. You've got other filmmakers, but if you look at the span, if you look at the number of films, the 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 sheer output from year to year, and no matter how many misses there are, then he'll come along with something like, you know, name one of the ones that you know uh, that stunk. <laughs> no, no, those those are a little easier too. Uh, on the microphone. <laughs> Big Mama's House. Oh, Midnight in is. Paris. <laughs> Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Match Point. Uh, what's the one that he just did recently with um, Big Mama's Clay? House. Big, <laughs> <laughs> Big Mama's House. Uh, Blue Jasmine. Blue yeah. Jasmine. Blue Quite Jasmine. Jasmine. Didn't you do a Medea movie or something? I think uh, you did. Yes. Tyler Perry. There was talk. Amazon also was going to do a sitcom with Ingmar Bergman, but they just <laughs> didn't no. work out. No. Not so much. It's a little Bad. bleak. Yeah. Hey, McGann, what's up? <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? How are you? I'm super good. <laughs> All super right. Good. Um, the McGann is uh, also a, 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 he's an actor, he's yeah, a yeah. creator, he's a writer, he's a comic book nerd. Sloppy mess. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, man. What's on your mind? Um, you know, I just finished re- binge-watching Community, because they uh, <laughs> they announced the uh, the Yahoo air date um, on is March 16th, 17th. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, because so, Yahoo's going to do a new one every Tuesday, mm. um, starting in March, and so I, I was... I just re-binge watched the whole series in the last like five days. Woo. Does it uh, hold up? It really does. I fucking love that show. Yeah. Like, there's so so much stuff I still laughed out loud at. It's the sixth or seventh or twelfth time I've seen it. Um, you know, the last season uh, was a little rough. The one that that Harmon was off, or not the not the yeah, the, the, the one where he came back. Yeah, but, like, like the, yeah. You know, there was some stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. But uh, in general, it's nice to do. Uh, to, to rewatch, so I guess that's what's on my mind right now. That's I, cool. I have so little Dane for award season. Um, wow, you have so little. I, I don't even know what that <laughs> so means. So little Dane <laughs> for it. You think of the word disdain. disdain. You just take oh, the diss off. Oh, he, he took the diss off. He's got Dane. Yeah, I, I, like like it's not. I, I don't have Thank disdain. Eric Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right. That's what, I need, that's what I needed. I need a translator with me at all times. Uh, I got you. I got you. Uh, no, he's got he doesn't want a Dane to pay yeah. it any attention. Yeah, I right, think. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. Yeah, it's it's you know I, I don't disdain it, but I have so little Dane for it. So it's like wow. yeah. All right. So uh, so rewatching that was old. Fancy. Now, what other <laughs> conjugations are there? I'm fancy talk. Dane. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the class in this room. That's what's gonna. <laughs> well, even even as we record this, the uh, Broadcast Critics Awards are going on oh, on A and E right now, ridiculous. and I don't know. And that's like all the local critics around the country who are. I mean, the look, the Golden Globes as much fun as a show as that is. That is the least credible group of, yeah. of journalists that there is. It's like nine guys with names you can't pronounce who always throw this wild curveball somewhere in the middle of this with some strange movie. That, have you seen, uh, I'm looking at Gab because she's the Anglophile, Uh-oh. have you seen Pride? The, the, no, actually. That's that random movie with Bill Nye right. Uh, with with a, a gay, the gay-themed it's comedy. Good. Uh, it is supposed to be good, but it, but but it is one that that made it into the mix in the comedy and musical category. <laughs> I, it seemed to be in the appropriate oh, place. I believe so. Oh. Um, those trailers when I saw it, I thought if it didn't have Bill Knight and other people in it, I, I would say this is the stupidest looking oh, thing oh, ever. Oh, oh yeah, this but is then, the one about the the Scottish. The Sc- yeah, yeah, I know. But the microphone. Yeah. The Scottish. <laughs> the Scottish. With uh, who were the were the gay uh, enclave comes in and, and to support them? Right, Is right, that right. The idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did see about the last half of this, and uh, with my <laughs> wife, and it's not bad. 
How do you see the last half of something? Well, because she got the screener, and I walked in and go, what the hell is this? And, and she sat said, down. <laughs> right. well, and you I kept had, going, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? Well, I had already had a couple of drinks, and I was tired. <laughs> so I sat down. What is this? It, it just seemed weird. You know? I saw the last episode of Breaking Bad. I, the rest of it, I don't know. I didn't. I think we got some insight into the McCracken household, too, by the way. That's right. This is actually an intervention. My, my screen, she's got her screen. And Mark, we're all here for you. <laughs> Anything else we get? So you're not so you're not an award show fan. I'm, I'm really not. I mean, we talked about this back when uh, when when it was like I don't know. We were talking music awards, right? The, yeah. How how many damn award shows there are, and every year it's there's like more and more and more, and it seems like the same things happening in the film industry. Like there are so many award shows. Who has time? Who has time to plan that many outfits? <laughs> is really what it comes down to. <laughs> I for thought me. I heard a promo like George Lopez is going to host some like dog awards or something like on one of the cable channels. I heard, yeah, something. I yeah. just heard that Do- too. What? And the advertisement is like every winner will be a canine. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. the selling point? Yeah, that's the selling point. <laughs> oh. That's where we've reached. It's all going to be Airbud. Everybody knows that. Like, <laughs> like only Airbud is going to win everything. <laughs> no matter right? it's been out for 14, it's been 14 years since that came I mean, out. The only other upset. dog movie I could think of was Beethoven, and that was so long that ago. That was even that further. It's... I think they actually did. Uh, they rebooted Beethoven without us even oh, noticing. Charles what? Is yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, award Gabrielle Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. The token chick. And that's it. That's it. All right. (laughs) Thank you for being here. here. (laughs) Um, In a year where strong women are being portrayed everywhere, that was a big theme the other night. Uh, as if more women won awards at the Golden Globes than ever before, which is not true because it was the same number of winners. But it just seemed like that that was a common speech. Um, The roles for women. And then who had that? Was it Maggie Gyllenhaal who actually probably said the nicest thing, which was like, um, it's not uh, that the roles for women uh, are stronger. It's that they're actually more realistic or more complex or that they show women in, in kind of real ways. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. I like her. Yeah. I like what Mrs. Was, what, was, what was woman heavy this year? Uh, remind me. Uh, that's not a good way to say <laughs> yeah. that. Like, oh. let's, let's rethink that There's, whole sentence. Fat that jokes. No, in no. Head no. Head no. What was <laughs> predominant? What, give me, give me, what, remind me. What's a big... I, I I don't know that. Oh, see, the, the, the Reese Witherspoon one, the Wild, Wild. Wild. Still okay. Alice, okay. Still Alice. Still, oh yeah, Julianne yeah. Moore, yeah. Yeah. Annie, Annie, anybody? <laughs> so Gab, back to Stop you, Gab. Just, Gab, what's going on with you? I'm just you? waiting for the boy next door screener. <laughs> I I've seen that. It's laugh out loud funny. Um, it actually and, is and, it a comedy? It's, it's it is that now. Academy already. Yeah. But the ending, I won't give it away. But don't. but like the Looney Tunes should have like uh, sued them for plagiarism because it is. When you see it, you'll know. Oh, yeah. Does somebody like like jump off a cliff and start walking I, in midair? I will not say. Oh, that, but, uh, where are the boys in cars? <laughs> does Jennifer Lopez hit him in the head with a frying pan and then his head takes the shape of the frying pan and? Gap, Gap, what do you, what do you, what's on your mind? Uh, uh, I think I already talked about what's, I mean, uh, yeah, there's nothing on my mind. I'm <laughs> I'm, Wait, I'm I saved strong, you for, I saved I'm a you for last. Chick with fucking nothing going on. Oh, here. All right. <laughs> oh what was that? Well. The lights flickered for a second. Say something nice about women, Gabby, because that was all your fault for yeah. implying for that you could, them. were strong and not um, smart. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have a lot yeah, of you Dane s- for you. No, <laughs> yeah, I, there's no Dane for Gab. There's no Dane for you. No? I, I'm actually, I usually pay a little bit more attention to award season, and this, this year it's kind of come and gone. Like, I need to be, re- 
Oh, the Academy Awards were this morning, huh? They were announced. I think. Whoops. <laughs> for me, I, I mean, I I forgot about it too, and I usually. I'm really excited about at least just kind of hearing what the nominations yeah. are. I take it back to, and I've brought this up many times on this podcast when we get the group together, is I, I feel like this is one of the, I, I really like a lot of the nominees. There are some very good movies that we're talking about right here, but this may be one of the worst years for movies in general that I can remember in a long yeah, time. So often there's a, a year where there's four movies that each one of them absolutely should have been best picture and you just had to pick one. These movies when you've got like, you know, Saving Primary at the same time as Braveheart at the same time as, you yeah. know, this and all, all these different movies all at once. And this is just kind of like, okay, they're all good. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think, it, I think Boyhood probably is the yeah. one that would champion the most, that had the most impact on me emotionally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can tell you, I love that movie. I think yeah. it's one of my favorite movies in a long time. Personally, it kicked my ass. So I would, yeah. I would defend Boyhood to the death. Yeah. And after that, Birdman I think is great. Yeah. I thought Whiplash is amazing. I, uh, uh, but then it there's a big. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the only popcorn movie that I could right. even close to defend. And maybe the Captain America movie. We talked about that one before. And after that, I'm out. I mean, mm. so many bad movies. Yeah. I mean, so many. It's just mediocre. I, I will maintain that television now, Netflix, Amazon, HBO, even network TV is, and you see it with the names that are, the director names that are attached to our dramas right now. When David Fincher is going to do House of Cards, and when you have, I mean, you could just list off so many different yeah. names. The better Woody work Allen. is going. Uh, Woody, Woody Allen, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler. Uh, uh, I it, like that you just agreed with that with that without thinking about it. Whoever that was, well done. <laughs> that was Kearns. Uh, that's I, I pretty much his whole life. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, and Kenneth Turan in the Los Angeles Times had an article about how the number of Best Picture uh, nominees, how none of them are studio pictures; they're all independents and overseas productions. They've been dis- distributed by by the studios, sure. but it, it was like this has been a trend for a while. But he was like, it's glaring this year. Yeah. What does that tell you? Follow the money, you guys. <laughs> Follow the money. Right? What are you saying? What are you yeah. saying? George? Okay, okay. Let's get let's get some money uh, talk. Okay, because <laughs> here we go. You can, you're they're not making as much money on movies, whether it's from pirating or from whatever it is. And with the decline of DVD sales, DVD, uh, right? Or they suck. Yeah. Right. And, and people they doesn't want to see them. Yeah. You look. You yeah. look at Game of Thrones. You look at um, even Breaking Bad, uh, Walking Dead. Those are movie quality television shows. Yep, Absolutely. and those are the new movies. To me, that's they the new are, movies. Yeah, that's no, that's what I'm saying. I well, think video the... games are really the new movies. Yeah, that's House true. Of cards. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah. yeah. Video yeah. games are, are continually making way more money yeah. than any other form totally. of pop culture right and now. Cut media have gotten so long in video games. You can sit there and watch for an hour without doing a pressing a single damn button. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But they're really. I mean, my kid will defend that. Yeah. They, oh, they're telling great stories. They in are. Video. are they? they? Are. And they're letting you ch- be involved in that that story process and choosing your own like your own path and like impacting the story you know yeah. right? my son's all about the Skyrim and the only thing I wish they would do is deepen the uh, the voice actor talent pool because you oh. start to go same guy same guy <laughs> same girl <laughs> same girl uh, it's, yeah. it's James Taylor there's James Arnold Taylor yeah, right. there's James Arnold Taylor he's a friend of ours um, I will uh, it, it, let's talk about the Oscars real quick in case there wasn't anything we covered uh, uh, there is one omission to me that I wish there was a way to get uh, speaking of Gyllenhaal get Jake Gyllenhaal in there uh, Nightcrawler Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think that was one of the most interesting and and bizarro performances. Yeah. He he and and maybe it's because he is not a likable, sympathetic character. He's and and Gyllenhaal does that. Oh, he's the anti-hero, but you really like him. 
You want him to, to yeah, succeed. you kind of do. Was yeah. he nominated? No, no, not not it, not for the Oscars. No. Was, oh, I just woke up. He was for the, for the. Was he nominated for the Golden Globe? He was at the Golden Globe. He was for. He is for the SAG Awards. Too. I believe so. Yeah. D- d- yeah, I know. The I mean, film, I know the only the Oscar nomination I believe it got, it might have gotten cinematography. I don't okay. know, but I know it got a script writing. It was kind of the token script that this is that movie because it wasn't. It wasn't a like a incredibly impactful movie. It's a really well done movie. It's really. Um, it, it nails it. I mean, you feel like it, you're seeing a world that you... The media satire, it does nail it. We yeah, nail it absolutely. But I thought... I mean, did you... What James, did you like his... The uh, media satire. The media satire. <laughs> Mark, the media satire. The media satire was God. woman Could you heavy. tell him it was media satire? I'm sorry, I was looking for the copy room. <laughs> <laughs> but but Hall, did you think that that was, uh, you know, award-worthy? I, I think that's one of the better performances this year. Uh, yeah, and I think but it opens up another award season thing, which is that his performance was understated and you know i'm calling i loved boyhood i'm calling it for best director because why mm-hmm. because he was a gimmick mm-hmm. 12 he made that movie for 12 years i like him right yeah i, I think he deserves it but that's why it's gonna win <laughs> or but maybe some of the voters from, yeah, but i would defend it from an emotional standpoint i think that that it could have been a gimmick and not been as impactful as absolutely it was. no not even amongst the dga I mean, the gga awards came out too or the nominations and it's a great it's, it's a anybody, really great movie has anybody seen american sniper how <laughs> yeah, did he yeah, get nominated yeah, and and nobody's seen that and movie nobody's seen it yeah it's, i've I seen it i get that yeah, yeah. oh yeah you've seen it mm-hmm. Well, you guys haven't seen it in the theater, have you? No. I did. No, no, no. You did? That's, I saw it in the that's theater. That's what screeners yes. are for. Yeah. 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 See? Well, how okay. is how is that? Anybody? Oh, well, I, I tweeted that I really enjoyed the new Clint Eastwood movie, American Oversimplification. <laughs> yeah, it was a little super, I mean, it was a little glossy. Okay. Uh, not glossy, that's the wrong word, because that makes it sound like it's shiny or something. It's like... Cliche? It's overly understated. It's like so understated that I wasn't... Mm. Compassionate or drawn in. How do you have an understa- understated, an overly, movie, understated overly understated movie about uh, <laughs> about a sniper? That's, well, you know when that's they, the genius. When they show movies at the uh, ArcLight <laughs> now, they uh, they bring up a little uh, behind the scenes thing at the end of some of the ArcLight screenings. Mm-hmm. Something very telling happened in this one because they were interviewing the writer of the movie, and it turns out that the uh, guy who's the subject of American Sniper, his wife was the consultant on the film. Mm. So to me, that's what sort of, it, it had this evenness hmm. to it. And I was waiting for it to show me something, and it never really showed me anything. Yeah, to like draw you in. I mean, there were some, there were <laughs> As a current wife or ex-wife, because that could affect the story. Well, uh, he, <laughs> he passed away, so. Oh. oh. Widow. Oh, sorry, Don't man. you oh, feel oh, like a okay. butthole? I haven't seen American Sniper. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. The session, suddenly. <laughs> you know, for me, Eastwood is like sort of hit or miss, and, and a lot of his films, that they still they have that sort of just... But then when he hits, it's he's Charlie Callis. <laughs> Next is the biopic. And then there's... <laughs> he sells in the pitch. Since we got a little serious before, though, let's see if this, let's see if this gets any nibbles out there. One of my heroes, George C. Scott, years ago, said awards are wrong anyway in creative fields because they pit us against each other. Right. Mm. And we shouldn't have that when we're all trying to just be artists and do our thing. I think that's a great... they gave him the Pulitzer for that. That's why I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and he deserved it. He deserved all it. All right. Nice one. Good oh, comeback. My, my wife rails about uh, awards season every year because of that very reason. It's like, how can you subjectively compare this to that and put it in a, and lump it in a category? And also the idea that it's just kind of this big, glossy, self-congratulation. 
congratulatory thing. Just to, just to be similar, I think all parents should have a best child award at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I've decide. never. What is your been, best child? I've but, never been happier to be an only child than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna win. Child, and yet I'm ready to give out favorites. <laughs> but I, but I still get a thrill out of the Oscars. Yeah, I always I, have found it a really I fun thing. A, yeah, I, I remember being a kid when the Deer Hunter won, and I was yeah. one of the only kids in my whole school who had seen the Deer Hunter in Odessa, yeah. Texas. And I was How like, much yes! therapy after that. It, oh, was, cruel it was like the only at the time it was. You know, uh, well, I don't know about your time, but at my time, wow, <laughs> it was one of the. Larry, well, since you're old, I don't know if you got what Gabby was saying. The it was one of the few yes, when, things that when Gab reach. saw it in kindergarten, <laughs> of course, the I did. the, uh, the uh, worst uh, kindergarten uh, teacher uh, ever. Deer Hunter, I haven't seen Deer Hunter. Uh, That's what? not the point. Okay. The point is, <laughs> you're about the Oscars. Right? I the can Oscars. judge you without seeing the movie. No, oh, okay. the, the Academy Awards are like they were at. A while ago, this big, wonderful, amazing thing that could reach all across the country, you know, and right. and little Odessa, Texas, you could have seen this movie. And this it was the movie, only it, one. It was t- yeah, touched it was... you from Los Angeles, live from Hollywood, right, right, all right. that stuff. And I think that now with the saturation and with so mm-hmm. much more media, it's lost a lot of its impact. I, That's so I feel true. like yeah. it's going the way of the uh, Miss America pageant. I really do. I feel like it's bending that way because if you figure they keep changing hosts, they keep changing how are we going to do it this year, what, what works, what doesn't work, they still in the past... I mean, really consistently in the past 10 years, 15, 20 years. I know, i got to get closer. But but the, but the, the thing is, they, they really haven't figured out a formula that works. You're like, yeah, that's great. It's hit and miss constantly. Well, that's because of all the things she just said, which is they're always trying to configure, how do we get the young audience? Well, guess right. what? You're just not going to get the young but audience. It is that. it is Merv Griffin era stuff. You know, right. it's like all those tuxes and all right. that pomp and circumstance is not resonating with, I think, a current... I, I, and I'm obviously not a youth. Uh, who's the youngest person here? Uh, McCann. <laughs> Why would you immediately raise your hand? Because I, I know it's true. I know I'm younger than Gabby, it, and I don't think it's younger than uh, me. I, I would be surprised if anybody was younger than me. Schwartz but but any. I don't d- think so. I don't no, no, no. Now Schwartz is an old man. Well, the, the, no, we're not having a competition here. It's all right. Announcing age during a podcast? Yes. Come on. I know. I'm 10 years old. But the other thing, too. <laughs> and, the award, and the award for the youngest I'm, snark monkey member. Just wait till his voice breaks. I'm climbing up on the table just to say this. But uh, the, the other thing is that the current generation kids, they're not in the habit of going to the movies the way we were back in the day. And it, it, you do wonder yeah. what is the future of going to the theater and seeing a movie when most people there are retired people or people our age or that they just had some statistic that uh, revenue was down from last year and also they did a survey and it was like half the people are like it's the cost of the movie yeah. Yeah. it's too expensive yeah. well and also yeah. the movies aren't very good again I go yeah. back to that I, I, right. I think I'm being subjective enough to say, or, or objective enough to say the movies just haven't kept the quality and the even just the release schedule now is if you don't get a good Week and second week in the at the box office. It's. Yeah. I mean, do you but realize also, how qui- how much content there is right. still that's replacing movies in a theater, and then they're gone. They're planning for that though. But the other thing too is that it's immediate. If you're in a theater, you can tweet right away if it sucks. And if yeah. you've got this thing yep. that you've been looking forward to, the new, the latest Harry Potter, the latest uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, whatever the Goonies it is, reboot. right away. Yeah. And, and right, that's going to affect what, the Goonies reboot. Yeah, fuck you, McGann. <laughs> And, and the other scary thing coming up, I mean, from, from the studio perspective... I'm is, tweeting right now. That's not your Twitter. Uh, you, you're just doing that with your fingers, you know. You've been thinking that's tweeting? <laughs> it's actually, it's not connected to anything. Oh. <laughs>
if they make games out of all the movies, they have legs, right? Yeah. So they should yeah. just make games like the theory of everything should have a game. Where you're moving all yeah. of your things. Where you're moving his little wheelchair around. It's got missiles that come out of it. Yeah, you have to type with the little thing that he types with. First person mathematics. Exactly. Shall we play a game? We will definitely come up with that code if we help Stephen. Oh my God, theory of everything math blaster. We can just combine those games. We need an app, Stephen. Develop it. We can we can do that in this room. Start monkey patent pending right now. Well, uh, uh, getting back to films, the other scary thing coming up is is the big bloated tentpole movies, all these shared universe movies that all the superhero things are coming out in between oh, yeah. now and There's two a share movie? The, the, the <laughs> <laughs> I would see that. Universe. I would see universe. that. Oh, my God. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, the share story. Uh, yeah, but, but between now and 2020, I think there's 19 superhero movies coming out. Yeah, it's a stupid number. Yeah, and it almost becomes like big screen television. Television because it's episodic movies. Yeah, and, at yeah. Some and, they're, point, and they're and they're all yeah, connected. Yeah. I mean, the, everything in the Marvel universe is going to be connected. They they play off each other. Mm -hmm. They're counting on people who are, and it's already happened. If you've seen this one, you have to see that one because this one sets up that one. Right. They're even doing it in their TV shows, the Agent Carter series, which I tried to watch that first episode. Oh, it was not so it. disappointing, but oh, it is horrible. but it is connected to. The, I've already lost track. It's no, no, yeah, well, definitely it's, Captain yes, America. Yes, definitely Captain America, but... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, takes you back would, to... Would either of those Fury shows be good if they were on AMC? No, Captain but what America. am I thinking, McGann? It's, um, it's setting up something else. Square pegs. I think it's setting up part of Civil War, <laughs> which is going to come Family out Family matters. It's going to be the Captain... It's Captain America 3, but it's coming out of... Um, uh, Avengers two, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, know which one of the Captain things. And it also, and it also happened to be the uh, <laughs> platform where they showed the Ant Man trailer, yeah, yeah. which is great. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I, I'm excited about Ant Man. I'm but, not gonna lie. But it, it is it, it, at this point, it's like just pure stimulation. There's like no sort of, uh, uh, of what this is about. Can you learn anything? Mm. It's just a CGI shit fest. Is what these movies are. Yeah. And at some point, it's. You know, you're just jangling keys in front of a baby for two hours. You know? I would watch that. I would watch that. I, I, you know, I totally agree. Uh, Chris McGann for the Inhumans, uh, 2018. Uh, uh, but there, there is like like that that kind of shared universe really has has set up a, a situation where normal movies can't really compete in the same way. You know, when you've got when you've got this overreaching thing that you need to be involved in in every in every way to really keep up with everything, like. What's what's a little movie gonna do that just has one? You almost I, can't even launch a, a movie as successfully as you can launch a brand, right? Because once somebody's hooked into that brand, they're gonna see that movie, that Captain America or nephew, whatever is you know, uh, movie nephew. I said nephew Kansas. That's like uh, spin -off. Private America. I think private. that's what you're thinking of. That's Captain America's nephew. Oh, is it? He's only. I a didn't private. even know there was no, one. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Totally made all of that up. I'm, sorry. I'm like, I missed that. How did I miss that? Yeah, so dry. <laughs> Private America. Water. That's going to be the series. That's that's the young Captain America. That's the uh, that's the that's the Smallville version of Captain America. Captain Colony. But but in some ways, the movies also. I mean, they're they're there not to make money as a movie, but to drive the merchandising, and they're just commercials. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also kind of see it as because we talked earlier about the the growth of television as being a really powerful medium right now, and also in all the different ways that. What, what television means now and the yeah. different outlets for it. I think we're kind of getting back a little bit to what they went through in the 50s when television really kind of caught fire and people were staying home at night. And the movies have ha had to become, at that time, huge events, 
widescreen. They were trying 3D more and more. They were trying all those gimmicks, CinemaScope, all that stuff. And now we see more and more, more 3D movies, bigger yeah, screens. Right. Uh, it only yeah. works. You have to see Interstellar on IMAX or you're not going to have the experience. And that's about the only way that movies have any kind of staying power is if they're those big, giant things. They're a hit, and they're in a format that... Um, that you have to see it that way. I'm trying I to think. I only go to theaters now for the AMC Prime reclining chairs. <laughs> well, there's that too. What if they started doing the binge watch sessions in theaters? Oh. You're just there all oh. day. They did, that. they did that with the Lord of the Rings. Yep. When uh, the last Hobbit came out, they said, come on down to AMC and watch all of them in a row. And they're if doing, I, think, I have a waitress like who will bring me beer, then I would do yeah, that's <laughs> I said, thank you. I was going to say, bring yeah. the, there's a cocktail server. I'm there. Absolutely. And I, I oh, but see, I hate that. No, no, no. I hate that I have, I have I've been to the IPIC in Westwood uh, and it's yeah. just like this personal butler oh, yeah, that right. you know yeah, is like with I don't I I, I am old school in the yeah, sense no, that I just kind of want to sit in the yeah. dark and please do not ask oh, for my your working class pretension do the same thing with uh, with Star Wars when the new one comes out. I right. think they're showing all six. They're going to show all six. Yeah, yeah it'll be another, another, another big binge watch. Uh, well, I mean, I will show up in the middle so that I can catch the second set. Three. <laughs> you and everybody else. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Good luck on that. Yeah. Actually, I'll show, up for, I'll show up for episode two. I enjoyed the Yoda jumping around. Like, the part of me that was like... Just that part? Like, yeah. It, it took a long time to get to that. Yeah, it's fine. I can nap. I've got my phone. I can tweet what's happening. It's fine. <laughs> Like, I got shit I can do. Bring a, I'll, I can bring a book. Bad. I'll bring a book, yeah. I'll bring a book and a flashlight. Is there, there's not going to be anybody else in the theater to stop me. Uh, That's how I got through junior high. Read the book of the movie that you're seeing. Yeah. Right? I, did, um, I did get excited about seeing the uh, start date for Daredevil, oh, which yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. very excited about seeing on Netflix. They, that, that's a title that does deserve something. But and also, can, can Marvel do TV, though? There's like two strikes. Uh, no. Oh. Well, they, they can't. They not well. Well, not on not on network TV, but, uh, but maybe. Well, isn't Agent, but Netflix. Agents of Shield is doing well, is it not? It is, but, but it's crummy. Not. It's crap. It's gotten better. It's crap, but it's crummy. Did sorry. I say it was I'm crap? Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, what I meant to say, say was crap. It's crap. It may be the only time I ever agree with it's Mark. Horrible. But it's crap. You have no idea how repetitive you are. <laughs> repetitive. His, twi- his Twitter <laughs> followers <laughs> do. His imaginary Twitter followers. Did you just, uh, tw- just did you just tweet that it's crap? He could have he could have fit all the times he said it's crap in one tweet. Though. But but here's the deal. I, I really I want to believe that Marvel can do TV and do it well because I'm excited about Daredevil. And more importantly to me, I really 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 want the uh, like Ron Howard's version of the Dark Tower to come out where he's doing part of it in TV, part of it in movies, and like tying all that together in the universe. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so I really want to believe that they can make this TV mar- movie universe work well and all be good quality together. So. You know, uh, on the topic of TV action heroes, I have to admit, uh, my 11-year-old son and I, we absolutely love Gotham. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're digging it. It's so, and, and what, I, what I think it's, because if you, if you, you all brilliant uh, writers and such, if you just read the script, you'd probably go, this is so thin. But yeah, they just casting, yeah. it's such a testament to these people yeah. that, you know, I forgot what his name that plays Penguin and, uh, and the great uh, Texas actor who plays the, uh, the Commissioner Gordon. And oh, oh my God. Ben, um, yeah, Ben, uh, he's got an Irish name or something, right? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Ben McKenzie. Ben yeah. McKenzie is Gordon. If, if you yeah. take McKenzie. Batman out of Batman, does it become Dick Tracy? Basically. I mean, is that basically what I haven't yeah. seen Gotham? Is it sort of Dick Tracy? A little bit. It's, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's backstory. Young Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's fun. It's just fun. McCracken you know? doesn't like it. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I like Flash. I like Flash and Constantine better than I, I like Gotham. I like Gotham, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. loving Flash. Like. Oh. Like super nerd boners. Yeah. What Flash. is it, McCracken? What's wrong with you? Oh, he doesn't no, like Flash. It's just they have yeah. all this fantastic resource material, and then they come up with this stuff that just. Have you uh, the Flash? Have you seen the Flash? Yeah. People in this room have talked glowingly I, about the I Flash. Gotta say, I kind of okay. like it, but he hates it. Yeah. Why, I just, why do you I hate just think it's terribly written, terribly. Stop active, banging on things and get up on the microphone. I'm telling you right now, your reviews on this podcast are going to be the worst. No, but somebody's got to. That. So, no, really, I, I, I just, I, it's like you have all this wonderful, like, plus, you know what, seriously, bottom line, I hate the Flash. Oh, really? <laughs> I just don't think it's a great superhero. So what, you can go fast. I don't care. I don't care. That's what, why he doesn't have a better cares? dating life. I just, it's just, you know, it's just, I, you can go really fast. Okay, that's all right, whatever. It's like Ant-Man. You're looking for an Ant-Man? I'm like, oh, I don't care. You get really small, who cares? But if you got, but, but if you can do a multiple multitude of things, like you can get small, or you can make fire, and you can, I know, i got to get closer <laughs> You can get small and make fire. I think there's a, a Boy Scout got bit, writ, bitten by a radioactive gerbil or something. And, uh, fire ant. A fire ant. He's a fire ant. Just, anyway, okay, I'm not the guy to talk to about this. No, no, I'll sit no, back. I, I get it. Like, I, I have I have strong feelings about superheroes and the pros and cons. I think, fl- in general, there are a lot of really terribly written comic book heroes. Um, a lot, And a lot of it, for me, depends on the writer and the story that they're telling, right? I will follow almost anybody that's Straczynski or Morrison's writing. I will, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of writers out there that I think... Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna full on nerd. I'm gonna full on nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just no, everyone no, be prepared. I, I, I've heard of Give us your Dane. Give us your Dane. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, Dane what, all what, over. What do you Dane? What, what do you Dane? Um, but it, it, you're like <laughs> like you generally, my Dane field is up. Go. I, but I, and I I have the same I had the same response to Arrow when it started. Like I thought oh, the first season was really weak, and because the Green Arrow, <laughs> terrible hero. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Oh look, I'm a normal person archer. Like I'm Hawkeye without any of the other. I am a normal other, person, Archer. That's really what his who's thing in is. A city, who's a superhero? Yeah, right. Really? And not he even really a superhero. He's just a vigilante with a mask and a voice changer. Yeah. Um, he's like Auto Tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super. <laughs> he's he's Captain Auto Tune with a quiver. With yeah. a quiver. <laughs> yeah. So, but but the the stories have gotten more compelling, and sure, they're a little soap opery because it's the CW, and that's to be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also well, look, I, I think but... I think we can say that that whatever they're doing now, and no matter what McCracken says, <laughs> uh, if you look at what was they were trying to do with those characters, with the Spider-Man that we grew, that our age grew up with, with the Hulk that we, I mean, people have such an affection for the Hulk. That was a terrible fucking show. Oh, yeah. That was so a terrible, awful, awful you know, show. We, we, we had a flat the show. '80s Flash. We're so good. I used to love that no, show, but I was like three. It. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, no. What? What? The Hulk. Horse? I, yeah, the Hulk. I love the Blue Ferrigno. That was about being rejected. It was about being the outcast. It was about having to live unaccepted. I'm pretty sure it was about a guy who got mad and turned into a big green monster. Uh, so I, I started wearing Daisy Dukes. Every week he got in a fight with somebody. Yeah. Like, he, no matter where he was, he pissed somebody off and they would beat him up every week. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the most, that's, most yeah, of our childhoods. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going like to lie. Oh, angry. Right. Yeah. We didn't like it last week either. Maybe it's your problem, man. Maybe, I guess maybe I just had an aversion to bullies. To I don't know. Workshop. <laughs> Listen, Eddie's I father. Get out of here. Yeah, no, Do, yeah, does anybody got the courtship going? Does anybody remember the uh, the eight? Is it eighties era Captain America? Oh, oh yes. That's oh, oh no. They are so. You know, oh. anybody can make a bad movie, but few can do it with style. <laughs> you know. And, 
that one is so over the top. They went out so far, they put mustard on top. It's so fantastic. <laughs> Did they ever make a Rocket Man 2? Did that ever happen? No. Oh, no. Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. 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 Yeah. Rocketeer. I love the Rocketeer also. Rocketeer. There, there yeah. No, but it was dropped like yeah. a rock. They didn't even yeah. touch it again. Yeah. There must yeah. have been some sort of ugly dispute. No, in, in the Disney, there, there is talk. They may remake it. It, it, it never, I remember yeah. at the time, it never. It did not do as well as they thought. They thought right. it was going to be a huge yeah, hit. Right. It was not a huge hit. Yeah. But in, uh, yeah. As a fake motivational speaker, I think the true. There's a segue for you. I cannot wait to hear the rest of this sentence. I have no idea where this is going. As a fake as a fake motivational speaker, I have to say the true superpower is learning how to go slow. Oh, oh don't give away the ending. <laughs> Uh, so many follow-up questions about that. Yeah. Like, slow motion? Like that slows? Like slow motion slow? <laughs> no, it was a metaphor for it's slowing metaphor. down in your life oh, and paying attention. God. Uh, By the way, oh, 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 I have not seen the, the, the uh, pro Goonies camp. Uh, for those of you who are newbies, I, I disparaged... <laughs> I disparaged the considered classic the 80s film, the Goonies. film the, Goonies. the Goonies. For some reason, I have been noticing more and more there is a certain... Uh, how old are you, Schwartz? You can, you can say that, can't you? <laughs> you don't want to, right? Give it, age, give it age range. It's Hollywood. Okay, let me ask yeah. you this. Did There's you, a three in front of it. Did you grow up with yeah. the Goonies being... You have an affection for that movie. Get on the mic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I actually... Don't watch it again because you won't. I just see. That's what I'm son, talking about. It is went, not. Wow. It is not a very good movie. You know, but there is, there is this. But no. there's this real affection for it now. I I hear references to it all the time. Yeah, so uh, again, one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up, since you were part of the pro Goonies camp, and the last time we talked about it, and I almost got stoned in oh, yeah. this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had there been stoned, rocks at you. Yes. Yeah. Larry, Larry almost got chased out of his own podcast, which I think is pretty impressive. Uh, well, I think it was because the, the age difference for, for the, some of the people I was talking to, they have such an affection for a certain level of movies that were, that were aimed at kids. And I was, I was college age by that time, so I was trying to, and I was in film school. Film school. So I thought I was, all, I was all fancy. Um, it, but, but I did get the chance. I actually went to the Inherent Vice uh, junket. Um and had the chance to interview Josh Brolin. And my last question to him was, uh, Goonies reboot, bad idea or terrible idea? Yeah. And he laughed and said, you just answer your own question. <laughs> so Brolin is not on board on the idea, uh, but probably because he feels like you know, I didn't ask him about this. We actually talked more about 21 Jump Street than anything. Because I found on IMDb that he played a character on, uh, like, the first season of 21 oh, Jump wow. Street. And I asked him if he could remember the name of his character. And he said, no, but I remember the name of the episode. And he gave me the name of the episode. And I'm like, no, you didn't. How, how did you do that? And he said, well... And he told me this later because uh, we didn't get into it. But he said, I remember it because I was supposed to get the Johnny Depp role in that series. I was up for that, and Johnny got it. But as kind of a consolation prize, they put me in the pilot, basically, as this other character. And also there was a, I don't know who it is, but there was a friend of his who was in that episode who ended up dying later. And so he has this kind of special affection for it. But I didn't even, you know, it was just weird. I'm sitting there talking to Josh Brolin about Goonies and 21 Jump Street. Well, and everybody beat out the actor that went, Chunk! <laughs> chunk! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that'd be a Chunk reference. Yeah. Uh, 
Can I just say that Gremlins 2 turned 25 this year? And that is a movie that I, I stand by holding light, up well. Yeah, Gremlins, 2. Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. Yeah. You're, 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 you're standing that. up for Gremlins 2. Which is, which is a brilliant movie because it is a, it's not only it's a funny, well-done Gremlins movie in its own right, but it's also a brilliant parody of the first movie at the same time. Okay. Well, I, remember. I don't know that anybody knew that at the time. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> if they did or didn't, but it like like it's pretty clear. I mean, they have to. Phoebe Cates gives an almost identical speech speech which is clearly because she in her first one she gives this weird speech about maybe getting molested by a guy in a santa suit and then she no, gives it's the, not about being molested it was about her uh, her father disappeared oh, and then yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. smell coming yeah, okay. from the chimney so, and so, spoiler alert right. so then the second one uh in the second one she gives she gives a speech <laughs> about about this guy in an abraham lincoln costume on president's day um and and like goes at all this detail and they just, they just kind of lead her off screen as she's like rambling through this speech and okay and here's they, here's they the question stuff. for this group uh let's let take take Godfather two out of the mix take Empire Strikes Back out of the mix um a, a, a sequel you have an affection for aliens aliens oh, all right really that's re- that's a really good one uh, anybody have a worse one than that because I know people like uh, um, I'm trying to remember who it was I interviewed somebody recently who said that French connection 2 was one one like one of their there was a French connection yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. I think it's supposed to be well regarded. It, really? Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. as but but liked it better than the first Fr- one. French harder. French connection too. I know. I, I know people again going to eighties uh, movies that I think are just horrific. But I have people who have a great affection for Grease too. Oh, <laughs> the one yeah, with Michelle Pfeiffer. We're following for Grease too. Yeah. yeah so I was a big really fan of bad. Seventeen Candles. <laughs> I also like 13 Thanks, Years Rabbi. a Slave. And oh. oh, that's not the 80s. <laughs> that's a no, good I'm point. saying any sequel, any sequel anybody has an affection for that you can think of. Pumpkinhead 2, I think, was amazing. So many unanswered questions that came to fruition in that. Mark, just embrace it. Oh, evil, evil uh, dead. Why? What do you mean, why? Don't make me. Yeah. Don't make me know. Hey, look, I, look, Henry Winkler I, finally got over being the Fonz and 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 was able to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I would say Evil Dead 2. It's a great is, one too. It is a great That's one. a great sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like uh, that. Magnum Force ain't too bad. Magnum Force. Oh, oh nice. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy okay. Jack? Anybody? Oh, yes. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, Billy Jack. You know, I enjoyed yeah. Scream 2. Oh, nice! Yeah. All right. It was. It was. I stumped the whole room. So <laughs> the, there were these movies in the nineties. Oh. Uh, no, I'm trying to I remember think, what, because there were several of them. There were. There were. Yeah. Oh, there were a lot of screens. The, the second. The yeah. second one was the one where Jamie Kennedy died. And spoiler. I'm spoiling the shit out of this movie. If you guys haven't seen it, and uh, um, they thought that David Arquette was going to die, but then he had the limp for the rest of the fucking series. His weird fake limp and <laughs> okay. like gimpy arm. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I, Captain um, America two was awesome. I enjoyed Captain yeah. America two. This yeah. one, yeah. Not Captain so America two. Yeah, this was, one not so big a fan. Oh, okay, you mean I Winter, was, Soldier? I, I Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier? Oh, I thought it was fine. I think it's fine. But these I, don't I, count as sequels anymore because they're just part of a I mean, huge. Another I think I think that's one of the problems I'm having with and where I we've talked before in here about superhero fatigue and and Marvel fatigue in in particular because I I don't I do not need to see another Wolverine featured movie oh. ever for the rest of my oh, life yeah, and I love oh, that character X-Men and I love yeah, I Hugh them. Jackman yeah. and I think they've all been but that last Wolverine movie I think it was the last one not the X-Men but the, the Wolverine one that was based on a great Frank uh, Miller uh, limited series 
it 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 was just it was fine, oh, yeah. Yeah. but it was just fine. Yeah. And I even think, as much as I have an affection for Guardians of the Galaxy because it was just so completely different, it was also just kind of it was good. It was good. It was to, above. That it, was a yeah. cut above. Yeah, it I was, thought I was going to hate it because I saw that raccoon character. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I'm this is going to be horrible. And I loved it. Yeah, I was. I was yeah, but I just—I mean, I, we're I was just, better than fine. Larry. Are you a fan of the comic? Anybody? The Guardians? Yeah. yeah. Who, who even? Was well, it? but I really like the movie. See, I—I I mean, like, I'm not—it's—it's it's not one of my top favorites, but yeah. I, I've read some of the some of the stuff that they did, and I got back to the old. Um, oh God, why can't I think of the people who did it in like the '70s when they had the guy with the arrow who ended up being the. I, names I think that me. was Gernstern and Flackbitched. <laughs> <laughs> what, McCann, what are you talking about? I'm going to ignore James. I know those names, man. So the blue guy, the blue guy, Yondu, was actually one of the uh, 70s Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. That's, that gotcha. was kind of his cameo. Uh, and there were a bunch of other ones uh, in there. But like the guy who's made out of crystal, and that's where the new Guardians was formed, was to save the old Guardians who'd been kidnapped by the fucking Kree or something. The old Guardians. Yeah. Yes, Stein. I got two sequels I liked that it's embarrassing. I liked Ace Ventura, Pet Detective oh, 2. I was going to say that. Okay, and I there liked you go. Bruce Almighty. I mean, I mean, the second one, Evan Almighty after Bruce Almighty. Really? Yeah, I loved Evan Almighty. Yeah. I got totally into it. I like, uh, I will tell you, I liked all three Austin Powers movies. I was gonna okay. Okay, this I was gonna say. Austin Powers Two was the hardest sequel to make because the biggest (laughs) of all time. No, because the biggest surprise to me. I love the Austin Powers character. It's one of my favorite characters of all time. But you don't have the surprise of that character in the second one, and I thought it was still good. That must have been the hardest sequel to make. You know, because that character so much relied on the surprise of the character. Exactly right. Was the second one Heather Graham or was that? Yes. Okay. No, I think this first, first one Elizabeth Hurley. Second oh yeah, yeah. Hurley. Was and Beyonce. Beyonce was yeah. Beyonce was the third. And, and I've gold, got another yeah. sequel. Uh, the Road Warrior. Oh yeah. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. And that's being rebooted, by the way. Yeah. 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 So, is there anything anybody's looking forward to that we haven't covered yet? Anything uh, you're looking ahead to as far as movies, TV shows? Can I miss one more Oscar snub. Bum me out. Oh sure. Lego Movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but nominated for really a fun movie, but not yeah. Uh, yeah. but not nominated in animated feature. Yeah, how is that? Exactly. How that's ridiculous. Yeah. Such a fun movie. There was a tweet today from the director of the Lego movies, and he oh, said I, basically, I "It's wait, fine. oh, I'm sorry, John, I'm sorry. Hold on, we have a revelation. This just in: Mark McCracken liked something." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, there's hope for me. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. I was I was delirious. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Oh, no, there was a picture from the. Uh, he got snubbed. Uh, he had a picture said, uh, "Don't worry, I'll make mine." And he had a picture of an Oscar made out of Legos. Oh, oh yeah, which was cute. Yeah. But but the best song of the year should be "Everything Is Awesome" from that yeah. movie. It's a pretty great song. Yeah. If yeah. that doesn't win, that's the most awesome song. I think. I'm sorry. It's what? It's the, the most, most awesome, awesome song. song. Oh, okay. I think North Korea hacked their nomination. <laughs> I, I will throw out that I, I didn't see any of the documentaries that are nominated, but there was two documentaries this year that I really liked. One was Jodorowsky's Dune. Anybody? Oh, I want to see that so yeah. bad. Yeah, that that was good. And there was another movie called The uh, Overnighters, I think, that was really good. So, hey, John, as long as we're talking, uh, yes. we we touched on how movies are changing and everything. In your world, in the world of film restoration, is there kind of trends developing that you have noticed? Are well, there... I mean, the big thing that's going on right now, and it's been in the news, and that is that they're moving away from shooting on film, and everything is going to be shot digitally, and that's well and fine and all, but. 
unlike film that's been around for 100 years, and if you find a film, you can still put it in a f projector and scan it, that as formats change 10, 15, 20 years from now, if they don't keep migrating the data over, how are they going to access these old movies? And I'll give a case in point. There's a movie, I won't say what it is, but it was from 2006, and what's going on right now... Say what it is. I can't say what it is. I can't say what it is. All right, go ahead. But anyway, uh, it was Goonies. But, uh, <laughs> what? But uh, so so anyway, uh, what's going on right now in the industry is that, you know, there was standard def, high def, and now they're restoring everything again for ultra high def. And there's movies I worked on like 10 years ago that I'm restoring again. But, uh, but those are on film. But there was a movie shot digitally, 2006. They had to reload it to, to uh, re-restore it, and they were like, we just happen to still have this machine here that we can still load it. Like, you know, a couple of years from now, we want to have this machine here, and how are we going to load this movie? There's, Interesting. There was actually yeah. a big article about that, uh, about just still or photographs, too, that um, so much of what we've got now, that all the photographs that have been taken in the last few years that are all digital, that aren't printed out anymore... They, they just don't have the longevity of, uh, of photographs from like 100 years ago of our grandparents and great-grandparents and, you know, uh, uh, because they, the digital medium isn't there because of migration. There's, there's uh, services that have gone down, like uh, Kodak used to have their own storage, like online storage thing they don't support anymore. So anyone who didn't get their pictures off that has lost all of them. CDs need replaced every 10 to 15 years. Like all of those, all those digital memories are just are, don't have the longevity. Of I, full I think that we are going to more and more we're going to find that people are going to have that uh, digital version of a house fire where all your yep. mementos and all your memories and all your family oh, pictures are going to yeah. disappear yep. because you didn't back it up in a certain way or the technology doesn't exist yep. anymore. I mean, I was very lucky to get practically all of the footage that I shot of my son when he was from birth to toddler I had I had to go on eBay and find the super 8 video player in order to yeah. dub it to something that I could use now and I know that formats like that aren't changing so much but certainly the the level of digital technology changes to the point where we're going to have to do that with with all our personal well, stuff too. Well they say and maybe you can back me up on this that it was like 80, me? yes you 80 to 90% of all silent films are lost. And yeah. that we only have like 20 to 10% mm. of the silent film still around. And could that happen if we don't keep migrating this stuff? Who knows? Yeah. The, the major studios still, if they shoot it digitally, they do archive uh, film copies okay. where they, but it's kind of, you know, is once you can you recombine it later on, who knows? What you're it saying. It was collateral, wasn't it? It was, yes, yeah. collateral. So if you, what you're saying is if we're not careful and if we're not, don't have some forethought, then we could lose the wedding ringer forever. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, thank you guys for being here. This is a, a big, sweaty group, and I appreciate it. Let's go around the room real quick one more time. Same thing. Eric Schwartz, where can people find you and where can people see you perform that isn't in Asia? Oh, wow. Uh, well, just go to my website. It's uh, ericschwartzlive.com. Everything's backed up. I've, I've printed it out. I, I put it in a time capsule. We'll never lose it. Uh, but ericschwartzlive.com, and I perform all the time all over the place. And this, can Smoothie do anything for us real quick? Okay. Oh, Smoothie. Yeah. By the way, uh, Smoothie was, is, was a character that I made up. I mean, he's me, but oh my don't God. confuse us. You—it's because of Larry. Don't confuse us. It's because us. of Larry. 
Okay, so, okay, all right, smoothie, okay, here we go, yeah. I'm easily dissable, equally diggable, coming out the peripheral, leave since, oh, I messed up. Oh, I'm easily diggable. We'll edit that out. I got nervous. Uh, yeah, okay. You know. Oh, no, here's what I want. Okay. I want your Justin Timberlake impression real quick. Okay, okay, Justin Timberlake. I could sing, I could rap, I could be boxed too. I even got that comedy juice. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> he's perfect, right? He's he's like awesome, right? Yeah, he's like he's like I walk around like my shit don't stink. That's cause it don't stink. My friends came over say yummy yummy yum. Are you baking apple pie? Nah, I just took a dump. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, that's enough. All right, now you, McCracken, you do yours. What? <laughs> no, I'm Justin Timberlake. Where can people find you, Mark McCracken? On the Twitter, on your fingers. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I'm, I'm all over. <laughs> the end. That's it. That's all don't you want get. people to find you? <laughs> Look, no, no, I don't. Okay, no. just, just Google Mark McCracken. <laughs> yeah, yeah you you'll find me. Google me. All right, Jeff Stein. What about uh, you? Uh, comedy and consciousness. Not consciousness. Com. Hyphens between the comedy, the and, and the comedy. Uh, that'll tell you where in the uh, Wait, dates the comedy are. The comedy and, and the comedy and the consciousness. Okay, great. I'm Sorry. having thank you. I, I'm thank having you an again. easier time following uh, Smoothie than I am you right now. <laughs> I know, right? And, and I didn't get to put this in, so I got to put this in, man. Uh, this audition today. Oh Can yes, I have two yes, yes, yes. One? Please, right, if it's so, about me. hopefully you'll see me in this. Um, a new show, and it's not out yet. Obviously, it's uh, from the mind of uh, Steve and Nancy Carell, Angie Tribeca. Have you guys heard of this? One? Oh yeah, my yeah. God, I know what you're going to okay. say. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm going to say. I do know what you're going to say. His good bud is a director, Pete Siegel. Of this particular episode, I don't know if he, how many episodes he's this doing. Is, this is the only one. He's, he decided he he told them he'd do one episode. Well, this is episode the episode number four, and it is so funny. It is basically sorry to get closer. It's basically uh, you know Naked Gun for a little bit older. Remember Naked Gun is a series, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it, the, the wordplay. Naked and, Gun and was a series. Who does exactly? Thank you. <laughs> who was a who does a, a really good Dennis Franz? Anyone do a good Dennis Franz in here? You do a good Dennis Franz? Gabrielle. Kind of thing like this here. You know, you know, like okay, Franz. McCracken. McCracken could do it. All right. There we go. So it's so there's this funny, hilarious scene. Violating every confidentiality agreement known to man. I know. I know. No, I checked that. I checked to see if it was confidential. You know, it's like, first of all, yeah, I know. We got our best interrogator on it. If he can't make him talk, nobody can. And then comes... Dennis Franz. You think this is a game? This isn't a game. This is a game. And then he holds up a life board. This is life. You're looking at life. If you don't start talking, you're going to be in real trouble. And he holds up a trouble. <laughs> Candyland, shoots and Lattice, Monopoly. I can go all day. But I'll tell, but I'll tell you right now, if you don't give me something, you're going to be sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take you down this whole operation. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's how stupid <laughs> and funny. That's what I call a cold reading. Oh, oh. Very, very, very cold. So anyway. But even, as, show, but even as terrible as that just was, no, I kind of want to see that now. No, it, it's really funny. Well, the one not, I, yeah, not that's not your fault, I but Mark, no, you exactly. were fantastic. I Let's hear it for Mark McCracken. Mark McCracken. He, he, needs the, he needs the positive I reinforcement. Everywhere. But it's funny. I go. I went in as a reporter, and this is how funny this this thing is. Is the reporters aren't yelling questions; they're just yelling question, question, <laughs> insult, insult. You know, uh, and these random things. Like, badger, badger. You know, <laughs> they're just saying what they're doing. You know, inference. 
you know. So anyway, I think it's about time good. the silly came back. I'm yeah, actually good for that. No, it's very, very John very Johnny fun. Kearns. Hello. Yeah. Uh, look to me. I don't know. Uh, IMDb and old <laughs> old movies everywhere. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> All right. Rub it in your hair and everything. It'll be great. <laughs> James Napoli. JamesNapoli.com on the Twitter as well. Yeah. And official dictionary sarcasm. Huffington Post. And may I just say, if the movies that I love do not win the Oscars this year, I'm going to continue being exactly as I was before that. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him. That's yeah, it. That's that's right. Make a stand, yeah. James. Yeah. The McGann. Chris the McGann McGann. I, Larry, you summed it up already. You can find me at the McGann almost anywhere on the Twitters and the Spell Facebooks it, spell and, it, spell it. Uh, T-H-E. No, not the, the McGann part. Uh, I think M- the we got. <laughs> M-C-G-A-H-A-N. The McGann. Wow. And, yeah, I uh, yeah, I know. That's why I had him That's spell right. it. That's and right. by the way, we didn't cover Black Panther, but we'll talk about that oh, soon. Oh, super excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys talking about the Black Panther. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we roll. That's right. In <laughs> fact, no, that's actually yeah, the spinoff. That's the spinoff podcast, Two White Guys Talking About Black Panther. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that may be the title of this one, actually. I love it. Uh, and uh, the Gabrielle Thomas. Uh, GabrielleThomas.com and Bunny Rotor at Twitter. On Twitter. Oh. At Twitter. On Twitter. Just for clarification, Bunny Road her or B U N N Y R O A D E R. Bunny Road her. And that's a long story, right? Yeah. Hey guys, this was all really cool for me, and I'll probably post it. So thank you. You can't edit it. We're all talking over each other. All right, get a monkey, everybody. Get a monkey. Get a monkey. Get a monkey! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.